You're listening to the Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to our message today and that we hope you check us out online at TahlequahUMC.org. So here we are in the second week of our sermon series on the three simple rules. And if you remember, the three simple rules are the general rules of the United Methodist Church, which are first, do no harm by avoiding evil of every kind. The second is to do good. We're going to talk about that today. And then next week, we'll talk about, the Book of Discipline calls it, attend to the ordinances of God. But I love what Reuben Job did. He flipped it and he said, stay in love with God. In 2007, Reuben Job wrote a fantastic little book. And this is a very great little read called The Three Simple Rules, A Wesleyan Way of Living. This book shaped and transformed my life in ministry. It's made such an impact with me that um, I always make sure I carry at least one copy or two with me. Um, so that way I can give out as needed, or um, if I know someone needs something to read, I ask them if they've read this book, and if they've said no, I, this is just such a great read. And so, you know, I want to encourage you over these next few weeks, if you, if you want to pick up a copy of these, we, um, I have several still to give, um, and would love for you to, to connect with that. And then, um, if you want to, you can also find it on Kindle, and you can download it if you're trying not to buy stuff and, and to have stuff, you know, Accumulate. You can buy it. It is on a Kindle or those kind of products. And just encourage you to read the book. It is a great read. So before we dive into scripture today, let's go to God in prayer. God of love, in the reading of the scripture, may your word be heard. And in the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. And all of us gathered here said, Amen. Amen. May you receive what the Spirit is saying in the reading of the Scriptures. Will you turn with me to Leviticus 19, verse 18? You must not take revenge nor hold a grudge against any of your people. Instead, you must love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. And then I want to read another scripture. It's Ephesians 2, verse 10. Listen to these words. Instead, we are God's accomplishment, created in Christ Jesus to do good things. God planned for these good things to be the way we live our lives. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. I want to jump back to those scriptures again. You must take no revenge nor hold a grudge against any of your people. Instead, you must love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. And that second one, instead, we are God's accomplishment created in Christ Jesus to do good things. God planned for these good things to be the way that we live our lives. I hope that you know 
you were created to do good things. I need you to hear that. You were created to do good things. Even in the midst of this pandemic, we have the choice to choose to do good things. To love our neighbor as ourselves. These things that Jesus teaches us, the, the, the things that we're reminded of, you, you think of all the whole Bible, the, the whole Bible reminds us to do good. But the question is, do we? Do we make the most of our situation no matter where we're at in our life and in our journey of faith? Or are we doing all the good we can in all the ways that we can, in all the times we can, in all the places we can? Because if we live a lifestyle of trying to do good, we change the world. And transformation of ourselves and of other people occur. But that only happens if we allow ourselves to be aware and to be a witness of doing good. I love what Job wrote this week. He said, doing good, like doing no harm, is a proactive way of living. I do not need to wait to be asked to do something good or provide some needed help. I do not wait until circumstances cry out for aid to relieve suffering or correct some horrible injustice. Instead, we model a life of continually doing good. And so when we're in a season of, of what we're in right now, of, of things are different, we, we can still practice doing good. One of my new favorite hobbies in the midst of this pandemic has become watching on Monday morning when I get to the office the Some Good News YouTube page. It's a YouTube uh, channel put together by John Krasinski. Um, you may know him as Jim from the American version of The Office, or you may know him as Jack Ryan from the Amazon Jack Ryan Stories. But I have to admit, these last five weeks, he's put together these great videos of sharing good news, good works that are happening in this world. And I have to admit, after watching each and every one of them, it makes you feel good about this world. And so I would encourage you to, to look those up. Watch all five of them. Watch the prom special that he put together. There, there, there's some really good content there that will make you feel good about yourself and seeing how people are taking what's around them and loving their neighbor. And friends, when we model this, it inspires others. We have to share the good news that we're sharing. We have to be willing to show the world that we're doing good because that's what the world wants to see. And when we model doing good, it inspires others to do good. Because what we take in is what we put out. And so if we're constantly taking in negative things, we're going to do negative things. But if we put in good and we, and we center ourselves in everything we do to try to do all the good we can, we will. And I want you to remember, if you remember in the, in, in the Gospels, that it can even be as small as a mustard seed. It doesn't have to be a big thing. You don't have to create a cure for this disease, but you can love your neighbor. You can greet them and, and smile at them. One of Ashley and I's new favorite pastimes is sitting on our porch and waving at people as they go by. Most of the people we don't know. Now, some of you, we do know because you're church members and, you know, I've got, we've got a whole bunch of church members that live close to our neighborhood and it's good to see their faces, but 
Just the simple act of saying hello and checking in with people can make the difference in this world. We make doing good this like unachievable thing when it's right there in front of us that can be easily done and everybody has the ability to do good. It's a choice. It's a lifestyle. And that's really like, if I take this whole chapter, that's what Reuben Job says over and over again, that doing good is a lifestyle. And I think back to this week when I've watched people doing good throughout our neighborhood and in, in our state and in our city, it's amazing to see that sometimes it's not that hard. It's as simple as saying hello or making a phone call. I have to admit the, uh, the text messages and, and messages and, and all the other connections that I've had this week have made me feel good. And that's as simple as someone checking in on me saying, hey, how's it going? How you doing? And that doesn't take a whole lot. I love what Paul wrote this week to the church at Ephesus, the verse that I read to you. Instead, we are God's accomplishment. God looks at you as an accomplishment. Have you ever thought about that? That God sees you as an accomplishment created in Christ Jesus to do good things. Now, here's the hard part. People remember the bad easier than they remember the good. People remember the church that, that, that had done something bad to them a long time ago. And, and, and yes, that's painful. And, and yes, we need to learn and to grow and to do better. And the only way we do that is striving to do all the good we can in all the places we can, at all the times we can, and all to all the people we can. And when we mess up and, say, and fall short, we need to be willing to say we screwed up. Because that's part of doing good, admitting that we're not perfect, being humbled. Job reminded us this week, he said, it will mean that the common good will be my first thought. And what's good for me will be the secondary thought. And what it means there is if we strive to do all the good we can, and we think about how this church does that. And we try to meet the needs of our community and our world. And I want to invite you Think about what if we tried to do just that more? What if we tried to do more good? What if we even just took those mustard seed moments that we have in our everyday life and, and tried to point them to point people towards Christ? What it would mean is we'd have to be aware of our actions. Remember, I talked about that last week in Doing No Harm. We have to be self-aware. We have to realize how our actions and inactions can do harm. But we also have to realize when our actions are doing good. I think about all the, the stories that we've heard about. Um, my favorite is the one of the bucket truck, the utility bucket truck that was putting people in the bucket truck and, and having it way through the nursing home, the three-story nursing home. There's so many good stories about how people are sharing good with this world. In Krasinski, some good news network is a good way to tap into that. Because we need to hear that. We need to hear that even those small and simple things can change people's lives. So how do we motivate people to do good? Job reminded us that every act, every word, must pass through the love and will of God and there be measured to discover if its purposes does indeed bring good and goodness to all it touches. Let's say that again. 
Every act and every word must pass through the love and will of God, and they'll be measured to discover if its purposes does indeed do bring good and goodness to all it touches. So if we practice this doing good, we can change the world. If we filter ourselves into doing good, that's filtering every action we do, both our actions uh, in person, online. If, if we challenge ourselves to do good and we filter it and we ask ourselves, is this doing good or is this doing harm? You'll be surprised at how many times you hit delete. You'll be surprised at how often you'll be open to the possibility of not saying what you think you need to say, but sharing God's love and just being present with the person and loving and caring for them. Research scientist Arez Yuli, in his TED Talk on how to motivate people to do good for others, he, he lays out three things to do. He says, first, increase observability. That's a hard word for me to say. Observability, which means just show and tell people how you're doing good. Now, there's a difference between showing people how you're doing it and being prideful about it. It's a fine line, but we, as people of faith, need to share the good news, and so we need to share the good work that we're doing with this world. To hide it under a bushel is the wrong approach. To not be willing to share the good news that we're sharing with this world, the love and care that we're sharing with this world, hiding it does not inspire others. That's why I love that song, This Little Light of Mine. Hide it under a bushel? No, I'm going to let it shine. And so when we show people how to do good, and, and it can be as simple as just saying, hey, look what we did today. Now, that doesn't mean you have to just like intentionally go and take that picture and all that stuff. What it really means is that you have a genuine heart of doing good, and that doesn't mean it has to end up on Facebook. But what it can mean is that you can quietly show people who are paying attention and watching I'm do good. The other is eliminate excuses. One of the things that they discovered, um, they did a study with um, the Salvation Army in San Diego. And well, this is an interesting uh, conversation that he led. He, he said that when they learned uh, to increase the chances of people getting more, what they discovered is if they only had one person at one door, their giving was very minimal because people would then just go through the other door. You've done that. I've done that. If you see them on one door, you know they go to the other door. Or, I mean, I have to be honest with you, when I think of the Girl Scout cookie sales, if I see them on the other side of Walmart, I'm going to go through the other door. Because I don't want to be tempted. <laughs> but then the other is, is that I have other Girl Scouts that I love and care for that I try to support. So they go through the other door. But they learned that when they put two people at both doors, the giving increased. But then what they noticed was, the people were going into the store but not coming out. And what had happened was, is that people were, they had found another door to leave out that had not been covered by the bell rings. And so in order for us to, to share how to do good for others, we have to eliminate the excuses to do good. Because think about how often it is we approach you for an opportunity to do good and you have an excuse. Now there are some healthy excuses. But I think sometimes we have to be aware of that and be aware of those excuses we're saying. Are they excuses because we're scared or afraid or are they legitimate excuses 
that we have to turn from. But if we increase observability, we eliminate excuses, and then we communicate the expectations. Know the why of doing good. And as followers of Jesus, our why of doing good is because the Bible tells us so. Over and over again. If you look at where people fall short in the Bible over and over again, it's because they fail to do good and take care of their neighbors. If you look at some of our problems in today's world, it's because we refuse to do good. Because we're afraid. We're scared. But the expectation is to do good. As a follower of Jesus, we are called to do good in all the ways that we can, in all the times we can, in all the places we can. That common, misquoted John Wesley saying. So we're challenged to do good. And it's hard. Job reminds us throughout this whole chapter that, that it is a way of living, and we have to be aware, and we have to know that our hearts are pure, trying to do all the good we can. But if we practice it, it changes the world. So this week, I want to challenge you to do good. And, and I know you have nothing to do. I know that there's nothing going on in your life and your world that, that, you have, that, that you would love to do a little bit more. And so what I've done, and, I'm, and this will be posted later today, is I've created this do-good bingo card. It gives you something to do. But in this do-good bingo card, I share with you some things you can do. It's as simple as smiling more, wearing your church t-shirt in public with your mask on, caught up with your friends, call a family member, call a church member you haven't spoken to in a while. I, we, we created these things, and I wanted you to, like, like see it, like, I know, like, see it. Um, the, the, this will be printed. You'll uh, have this on our, uh, on our Facebook page right after worship's over, unless I go for another 20 minutes, but I'm not going to, so don't worry, because I believe in doing good and doing no harm. Uh, but um, this will be for there. If you want, I'm even going to email it out for everybody to print off and to, you know, mark their list. If you get all of them done... And you take pictures and you share with us. I have a little uh, prize for you at the end. But I want you to do this. I want to challenge us to do good. Not in a, in a sense of an act of look at me as a prideful thing. But I want you to do good in a sense of changing the world. And having transformation to occur. And that happens through each and every one of us. And so I challenge you this week to do good being good. And I hope... You live faithfully and do it as well as you can because you have a week to complete all of these. Or if you want to just you know, do the best you can, I encourage you to do so as well. And so this week, do good. And don't be afraid because we in the world needs us to share good. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the message and that we hope that you come and check us out at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and we hope you have a blessed week.